five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. What's up, you guys? You are now tuning in to a new episode of Motivation Conversations with your girl, Hope Hill. It's been a while since I said that, and I'm pretty sure it's been a while since you guys heard that. I'm not going to give no excuses, just an apology, because I know that I said that I was going to be releasing episodes every Sunday, but I did not know that I would have a career change coming just a few short months after that. So basically, that's why I've been occupied. I don't know if I've put out an episode to talk about that before. I don't think I have because the last episode I released, I believe, if I'm correct, was in April. So, yeah, so I've made a big career move and it's going really well. It's just very time consuming, very draining. So at times, most times, not even at times, most times. I've just been so exhausted, even like training and learning all the knowledge and skills that I needed to possess in order to be successful in my new role has been a lot. So a lot of my energy has been going to that. So my apologies that I have not been on here like I said I would. My biggest struggle that I have that I think that I've always struggled with in my life has always been consistencies, learning how to be consistent and stick to things. So this podcast, I'm going to be consistent, even if it takes me fucking years, months to get it right. But I hope you guys are doing well. I did want to speak a little bit about some things that have been themes in my life since I've turned 30, since I've made this career change, et cetera, et cetera. So... In short, this is going to be a quick episode. Um, I just really wanted to shed some light on some things that I've personally experienced or have been brought to my surface that I need to work on and or acknowledge. So let's get into it. The first thing. So first of all, let me let me back up before I even get into these things, because it's not going to make sense if I don't give you guys some context. So I am still working for the same company, but I am just in a different department, an extremely different department. I work in sales now. So it's a lot different than what I was used to. It's literally like the exact contrast (laughs) into what I was doing. But I made the move. I made the leap of faith. Now, that was the biggest thing for me was taking that leap of faith and deciding like, okay, I'm going to make this change in my career I'm going to just do it. That was very hard because I was very comfortable in my role. I was in my role for six and a half years. So I had basically mastered it, you know, like I felt like I had hit a glass ceiling. Like what more can I learn? What more can I do? I wanted to go to grow up into um, like a managerial position in that department but then I lost that desire it was like okay I'm gonna be a manager and then I'm just gonna be doing more of what I'm already doing do I want to do that no so then I started honestly looking for other jobs and to be quite honest with you guys I didn't think that I was gonna end up at my job in another department like my goal was to just start over somewhere new find a new job meet new people etc so I was adamantly guys when I say adamantly I was adamantly looking for a new job every single day I would literally be at work hope they don't hear this but I would literally be at work trying to apply 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 on indeed all these different places LinkedIn everything trying to get a an interview somewhere and I would get interviews and then like they wouldn't move forward. They wouldn't call me back. Like sometimes I wouldn't even hear from the company that I applied for. 
I was writing cover letters, which is the most annoying and unnecessary thing that I think jobs can ask for. But I was doing everything that I needed to do to ensure that I was going to find a new job. And little did I know that God had other plans for me. Like, I used to be praying, you guys, like, God, like, what the heck? You know, like, I really wanted this job. I prayed on it. I did all these things. I wrote down whys, hows, everything. And you still didn't give it to me. Like, okay, next job. Same thing. You still didn't give it to me. So now it was like, you know what? I'm going to trust that clearly there's something way better for me that you have planned because, I keep asking you for these things and you're just dubbing me. So I was like, all right, God. So I'm just going to take that as a hint. And I did. And lo and behold, I ended up talking to one of the managers at my job. And I'm like, listen, I'm ready to just blow it. Like, I'm done. I need something new. I'm ready to go. And one thing led to another. Conversations were had. Approvals were made. And then I ended up in another department in my job. And it's been very, 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 very different than what I was used to before, as I mentioned to you guys. Um, Working in sales is, it's not always the easiest um, job. So that's been that for me, but I love it. I honestly love it, and I wouldn't take it back for anything. Now, some things that I've learned while making this transition. So even before, when I had, like, got the offer letter and I received it and I accepted it and all these things, like, I low-key started feeling imposter syndrome. High-key. Fuck that. I high-key started feeling imposter syndrome. Like, I was like, what if I fail? Why am I even doing this? I'm probably not even the most skilled person for this. Or, like, I had all these thoughts in my mind because my ego knew that I was about to jump out of my comfort zone and take a leap of faith into the unknown. And the ego's comfortable. The ego likes to be comfortable. The ego likes to know what's going on, who's doing it, why they're doing it, how they're doing it, when they're doing it, etc. And when you take leaps of faith and you enter new territories you cannot be egotistic because your ego doesn't know anything so you have to revert back to the drawing board as like a rookie so that you can learn these things and then the more you learn the more you know and then that's when your ego starts popping up and for me my ego was like what the fuck like why are we doing this you are already in a position you already know what you're doing just go find something else, work for a new company, or just stay here, try to move up and become a supervisor or or a manager, like, I had all these thoughts in my mind that were countering what I really wanted to do, all because I knew, or shall I say, I later realized that my ego was really trying to hold me back, because it was very unafraid, it was very afraid, excuse me, of what the possibilities were going to be once I took that leap of faith into new territory. However, I realized, you guys, like, that leap of faith that I took was so necessary. You know, a lot of, with my dad's life, I honored him in ways of taking those leaps of faith because there was a lot of things that my dad didn't get to do before he passed away, and I know that he wanted to do and that we discussed him doing. So I looked at it as, I don't think my father would want me to keep living like this, and I don't think that I should live like this. I think the best thing that's right for me would be to take this leap of faith and try something new and see where it works. And I realized that that leap of faith was more necessary than I could have ever imagined. Like so many things in my life has changed. So many doors have opened, like just the opportunities, the conversations that I'm having, the people that I'm meeting, the connections, the networking, like the money that I'm touching. It's unbelievable. And it's like these things would have not have happened had I not took that leap of faith. So that was 
the two most biggest things for me is that imposter syndrome in the beginning of really trying to talk myself out of it and realizing like, no, it's just because my ego is afraid of new territory that is unknown. You know, I'm going into something completely starting out as a baby again and I have to learn all these new things and I'm not going to be the best. I'm not going to be the most savvy. I'm going to have to learn everything. I had to unlearn everything I knew and relearn all this, all these new materials and things of that sort. Now, then I started experiencing like self-sabotage, which has been something, and I feel like I don't know if I've ever touched on this, but I feel like I have. I'm pretty sure that on one of my episodes I've talked about self-sabotage because that has been something that I have been dealing with and struggling with, shall I say, for a minute now. You know, it's really just being truthful with yourself and saying yes to the things that you know you deserve. You know, I think that self-sabotage is a trauma response to not feeling good enough growing up for certain things. So then when good things are happening, it's it goes hand in hand with the imposter syndrome. You know, like when good things are happening to you, you find ways to demote yourself or tell yourself that you're not worthy. And it's it's so fucked up and twisted how you go against yourself in your mind because you don't feel worthy. Like, I am so worthy, and that's something that I had to remind myself of constantly. Like, I am worthy of all the things that I am being blessed with now. Like, I've been through a shit ton of fucking pain and hurt and all these other things, so now it's time for me to be happy. Like, I remember when I was crying to God, asking God to give me something to be happy about because I was just so depressed and now that I have this thing I'm like oh no do I deserve it am I worth it and I think that we as humans we do that a lot especially like I said if you're someone who grew up not feeling worthy or enough or good enough or you just struggled with self-love like self-sabotage is something that unfortunately that you do experience and we got to tell ourselves like we deserve these things just as the next person just as the person that's going to come after us we deserve to feel happiness like I had to start reminding myself you guys of bible verses like God said he came so that I could have life and life abundantly or he sent Jesus so that I could have life and have life abundantly point is he wanted us to have life and not just regular life, mediocre life. He wanted a, us to experience life at its most abundance level that there is. And I don't want to keep taking that away from myself because then it's like I'm telling myself that I am not worthy and I don't deserve these things. And then I'm also telling the energy around me. So I'm going to start missing out on the most amazing experiences and memories and all these amazing things that can happen in my life if I would just allow it and stop telling myself that I don't deserve it and believe that if once God says that I'm good, I'm good. You know, that was something that was huge for me. The next thing that I realized was self-love is, listen, it's a commitment that you have to make over and over and over again. And what I mean by that it's not just like, okay, I'm deciding to love myself today and everything from now on is going to be perfect. Pfft, doesn't happen like that. Doesn't happen like that. Does not happen like that. It's making that constant choice of, I don't feel my best today, but I'm still going to love myself unconditionally. Or I'm disappointed in this one action that I made, but it's okay because I forgive myself. So I'm still going to love myself unconditionally. And okay, you know, I may have been very impulsive with this decision, but it's okay. 
I'm going to forgive myself and I'm going to love myself unconditionally because I'm human and we all make mistakes. And all these little things that happen on a day-to-day basis and how you react and respond to them, and still giving yourself that grace and still reminding yourself, like, I'm still choosing this self-love journey. I'm constantly choosing it. Every single day that I wake up, I'm choosing to love myself. I'm choosing to give myself grace. I'm choosing to be in a good relationship with the person that I am and the person that I'm becoming. And that's something that I really had to recognize, like, oh, shit, it's not just a one, a one-stop shop. You make the choice, everything is done. No, you got to keep making that choice over and over and over again. I have this coworker, and he's super amazing. And, you know, he told me, like, the number one thing is being consistent. That's consistent in your love for yourself. That's consistent in how you show up for your work. That's consistent in how you show up in the lives of other people. That's consistent in how you show up for your own life. You know, everything needs, everything surrounds by it's surrounded by, excuse me, consistent and being consistent in the ways that you are and building those good habits, you know? And that was big for me was like, I need to consistently choose to love myself and not just love myself when I'm on a high and question myself when I'm on a low. Like, no, it's, it's consistent love all around. Doesn't matter where we are, unconditional. The next thing was, oh my goodness, you guys, big fucking problem that I had And I talked about it very briefly in the beginning, and it was trusting in God's timing. As I mentioned to you guys, I was applying like crazy trying to find a new job. Like, I was doing a lot. Like I told you, I was writing cover letters, and that's not something I do. Like, I just felt like, here's my resume. Speak to me. Isn't the interview a cover letter? Like, what the heck? But I was doing that because I was just trying to do anything possible to get me out of the job that I was in and when I ended up still being there, just in a different department. Um, biggest thing, trust in God's timing. I was stressed, you guys. When I say stressed, I'm sure y'all could feel me when you just want something so bad to happen for you and it's not. I mean, like, it was happening for the people around me, but it was just not happening for me. And I was just like, God, I trust you, but like, give me a hint. Let me know what's up. Like, what, what do I need to do? Like, what's going on? You know what I'm saying? Like, I was really, really, really losing my patience. And I had to take a step back and say, look at God next to your life. Look at God working in your partner's life. Look at God working in your friend's life. Look at God working in your coworker's life. Like he's he's in he's in the neighborhood, you know, like he's working, so he's coming to you. You just gotta have patience. When it's due time, it will be due time and everything is going to unfold seamlessly. And that was the biggest thing that I needed to realize was when it's God's time, everything is going to unfold seamlessly. Like it's going to work out perfectly. And I kid you not, you guys, when it was time for me to make that transition, every single thing unfolded seamlessly. Like the approvals that I needed, the acceptance offer, the interview, the tr- everything was exactly how it was meant to be. I'm not saying that it was easy, but it was exactly how it was meant to be. And that made me realize like, this was God's plan for me the whole time. I just needed to sh- sit the fuck back and be patient and let him do what needs to be done in the background and just keep working, you know, keep showing up, being the best person and keep being faith and, you know, have more faith than I have fear and keep doing these little things, do what I can control on my part. And he will take care of the rest. So I tell that to anyone who's also struggling, who's 
in a predicament or a situation or just a place in their lives that they just really want to get out of and they don't know which direction to take and they're like, God, what do I do? Taking kind of long. I'm kind of getting impatient. I'm telling you, hold on a little bit longer. Keep doing the work in the meantime. Keep showing up as best as you can. Keep being a good person. Keep having more faith than you have fear. Practice that faith more than you talk about your fears. Do all of those things. And when the time is right, I promise you guys, I promise you, take it from someone who literally had to experience it herself. I promise you everything will unfold as it should. Next thing I learned, grateful, gratitude, appreciation, keep it all. You need to stay grateful. You need to stay so grateful for what you have because God is not going to give you more until you prove to him that you're good with what he's given you. Every single day, I am so grateful for the people that I meet. I'm grateful for the business that I gain. I'm constantly practicing gratitude to remind myself my source. Where did it come from? You know, like... This did not just happen, drop into my lap. Like, it was a lot of work from sources, you know, like from God and my angels and my dad and my managers. Like, it was a lot of teamwork. Or I like to look at it like that. It was a lot of teamwork and things that made this possible for me. You know, even being grateful for the people that trust me and do business with me. Like, those small little things is showing God that he can trust you in this position which will just end up meaning that eventually he's going to ascend you to another position. And he's going to keep doing that once he knows that he can trust you with his blessings. He can trust you with the finances. He's going to trust you with every single thing. And you just show him, like, you can keep trusting me. You can keep giving things to me. I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to keep proving to you. That was huge to me. Another reason why... I was very big on practicing gratitude and staying very, 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 very appreciative for everything that happens in my life is because, excuse me, there's a saying that my friend told me and it was like, who's first can be last and who's last can be first. So basically in short, it's kind of self-explanatory, but in short, it really just meant to me like, don't get too high on the highs and don't get too lows on the lows because if you're at the top, you could very well next day be on the bottom. And if you're at the bottom, you can very well the next day be on the top. So ride the wave and just stay grateful and don't get too caught up in the moments. You know, take it for what it is, be appreciative, live in it, embrace it, but don't put every single thing into that moment because you don't know when it's going to change. You know, be adoptive to change. I don't know if I said that right. Adaptive? Maybe adaptive. You know what I'm trying to say. Point is, know how to change with the times. That's basically, in short, what I'm trying to say. Know how to change when things are changing. Because if not, you will always have a hard time adapting. And that for me was like, I need to just stay grateful, stay grateful, stay grateful. So God forbid something happens, I'm, 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 at, a, I'm at a good place, you know, like I'm not too ahead of myself and I'm not beating myself up. I'm at a good balance. Last thing, this goes back all into imposter syndrome, you guys, and self-sabotage. Like this is why I say these are things that I have truly been experiencing since I was a little girl and I'm still working on them because one thing that I realized was, like, it's okay to acknowledge how far I've come in my journey. You know, 
I would like put up posts on Instagram about how proud I am of myself and how far I've come and how I was doing one thing in my job and now I'm really bossed up doing something else. And then I would literally be in my bed thinking in the middle of the night, like, oh my God, that was not humble of me. Let me delete it. And I would delete the post. And then I would like write to my friends and be like, yo, I feel like I'm bugging because like I felt really good when I posted this. But then after now that I'm just up in my bed thinking, my mind is playing tricks on me, making me feel as if I wasn't being humble in that moment. And it's like, no, you were being humble. You're just also acknowledging where you've come from and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I had to have friends tell me like, you've been through a lot of shit and you've bust your ass and you deserve the position that you're in right now. You deserve the success, you know, because when you had to endure those challenges and those obstacles, you did. You did so with an open heart. You did so with an open mind and you did so with faith that God was going to be right there at the end of the tunnel. So you deserve to reap those benefits. And that's something that I had to acknowledge to myself too. Like, you know what? It's okay to be, you know, happy, it's okay to be proud of yourself. It's okay to know that where you was last year is not where you are this year. And it's because you had faith, you worked, you stood obedient, and you trusted in God. And you did what you could do. And that was as much work as you can to where you wanted to be. And I had to really look back and be like, wow, that's that's really crazy because that is the truth. My life last year where I was, like, I was so over it. I was pissed off. I was ready for a new job. Like, it was... I was done. And now this year, it's like I am full of gratitude. I come to work and every day something different. And it's like that would not have happened had I, one, not had faith and trusted that God was going to do something. Two, took that leap of faith when he showed me what it is that he wanted me to do. And I took that leap of faith. If I never did that, I'd probably still be miserable. Three, I stopped sabotaging myself. I stopped believing in those thoughts that was telling me that I wasn't good enough and I didn't deserve it and I didn't earn it and somebody was going to be better. And I realized that that was the unhealed child in me who always felt good enough because she didn't understand what it meant to love herself. She was so much seeking from love externally. And it's like, no, I am good enough. I've done the work. I deserve this. I've earned this. I've did the part. I had to do those things. I had to be grateful. I had to trust in God's time, you know, and I had to most importantly acknowledge that where I am, I deserve. That's very hard for a lot of people because we struggle with wanting to be humble and wanting to downplay our success and the journey. And it's like, no, we can be humble in the presence of God and know that everything is a blessing from him, but also acknowledge the work that we've done to go hand in hand with the blessing and to acknowledge like, I didn't just lay on my ass and ask God for this and it came to me. Like, no, I did the work. You know, I was obedient. I stayed faithful. You know, I showed up every single day and I did what I could do and I was focused. And all those little things that play a part in where I am today. And I'm so grateful and I'm so happy. And, you know, this was just a look back for me. Like, I also had a threshold, you know, I entered a new decade of life and that's really exciting and I'm so grateful and I'm so thankful and I've also come to acknowledge all these things about myself and these childhood traumas and all these bad habits and things that I need to work on and it's just like, wow, wow life, like really, you are good, you just gotta have patience to let the goodness unfold and I hope that the things that I shared in my journey and where I'm at and what I've been experiencing over the last few months it's able for you guys, or excuse me, you guys are able to relate to it and you guys are able to take certain things from it and 
apply it and see how it works for you, you know. And if you're struggling with taking that leap of faith, this is your sign to do it, to jump. You're never going to know what's on the other side of the fence, the wall, the grass, whatever it is, until you jump. What's the worst that can happen? You find out that everything is great or everything is not, and if it's not, you take another jump and you leap to another place. Like, we can't stay comfortable. The ego wants us to be comfortable. We are meant to keep growing. We are meant to keep going up. We are meant for more in life, and we have to give that our that. Whoa, we have to give that to ourselves. And that's in short what I've been learning, reflecting on, and acknowledging these past few months. So thank you guys for listening to this session. I literally wrote down the top things on a piece of paper, and I was like, let me just try to get this out quickly because I've been saying that I'm going to get back on the podcast, saying I'm going to get back on the mic, but it's always something else. I was like, nope, before I even start my errands for the day, let me just jump on here, take at least 30 minutes just to talk about what's been on my heart and my mind for the past few months. So again, thank you, first of all, to every single person who has always supported me, who has still supported me, who still listens, who still loves my podcast. That means everything to me. Thank you for those people who are open-minded and listen with you know an open heart, open mind, to the things that I'm saying to see if they can be motivated and or inspired by it and continue on your journey you guys this is a marathon not a sprint it is not going to be something that happens overnight you have to constantly keep deciding you have to consistently show up and do that for yourself do it for the child in you do it for the future you just do it for you and I promise you won't regret it I hope you guys are looking forward to more motivation conversations because I'm coming back. Have a great day. Stay blessed. And I'll see you guys soon. Or rather, I'll talk to you guys soon. Maybe I'll see you guys soon too. Hmm.